0: Hello and welcome to Showbiz Buzz with Bruno, presented by Mads Theatre. I'm your host, Michael Bruno, and today we're very excited to bring you Jamal Howard, who is the director and choreographer of Children's Theatre Madison's production, upcoming production of The Wiz. Jamal, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so
1: much for having me.
0: So first of all, tell the folks out there in in our viewer land a little bit about yourself and what your background is.
1: Oh boy, well, I am a director and choreographer and theater maker at large. Um, I also do producing and different stuff like that. Um, I'm based in Chicago, so that's where I do a lot of my work. And, um, yeah, I'm a theater artist and I do all sorts of different types of theater. I do musicals, non-musicals, um, uh, theater for young audiences, theater for adult audiences. I do, I do it all.
0: <laughs> and are you originally from the Midwest?
1: No, I'm actually originally from San Jose, California. Oh, yeah, that's about a big transition. Yes, <laughs> it is.
0: And how long have you been here in the Midwest?
1: I've been in the Midwest for, oh my God gosh, too long, uh, a long time, <laughs> uh, about
0: uh, 17-ish years. Oh, then you're a native. Yeah, <laughs> I've been here. <laughs> uh, and so uh, this is not your first experience with Children's Theater of Madison, is that no. right? Yeah. You've done I mean. other shows? Mm-hmm. And which, that was last, last
1: season? Yeah, so last year I did um, The Molehill Stories um, exactly a year ago. So that was my first show with CTM. I loved that production.
0: I'm so proud of it. And I was like, yes, I will come back and do another one. <laughs> and had you been familiar with CTM at all prior to that? Or was it something, a, new, a brand new experience?
1: No, it was a brand new experience for me. So. How did you find out about that? Yeah, um, actually, Roseanne, the outgoing artistic director, reached out to me asking if I was interested in directing a show in the season, which was last season. And, um, she had actually found out about me or had me suggested by my, uh, costume designer for the molehill stories has mean Aurora Medina, um, who is amazing <laughs> and wonderful. I love working with her on every project. We've done a bunch together. And so she suggested me, Roseanne reached out, we interviewed, we talked about a couple of shows. I said, I want to do molehill stories. I have a vision. I'm excited about that one. And, um, Uh, That's that's what happened.
0: (laughs) And at that time you were in Chicago. Yeah. And you are in residency now. Were you in residency then as you are now as well?
1: Um, yeah, so I live in Chicago, and then I come out here for uh, CTM when I'm directing a show and actively in rehearsals. So I come out, um, and I get a nice little place here, and then I stay for um, about five weeks and work on
0: the show. That's great. And then you go back to the Goodman Theater,
1: right? Yes, and then I go back to Chicago. I'm working with the Goodman right now. I'm their uh, Michael Maggio directing fellow for the 23-24 season. So uh, that's been a great time and a blast as well
0: and, and had you always aspired to be in the theater since you were little or was this something that came to you in your teen or in your adult age
1: no i started performing in musical theater when i was eight And I was doing about, yep, (laughs) love it. Um, Exactly, I saw your shirt. I was like, yes, 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 absolutely. Um, I grew up doing theater with children's theater, uh, children's musical theater, San Jose, um, which is a great, wonderful, amazing program. Um, And I did like two, three, sometimes four shows with them or with my like middle school or high school growing up. each year and so i just like hit the ground running i was like yes get me in a show i loved theater like the second i started doing it it was so so great and do you remember do you recall what your first professional gig was uh like me being as the professional Uh oh my gosh i haven't thought about that what was my first professional gig it was probably right after college I was in a production of barnum wow uh, very few
0: people ever do that yeah
1: i love barnum it's a great show i did it when i was 12 in that uh, with that company uh, first originally that's how i got to know it was when i was 12 wow. and did it then and loved performing in it and then did it again right after college with a quest ensemble theater um which They no longer exist, but um, that was- okay. We're not going to check your resume.
0: We're not going to call them up and ask if that's really, if that really is a a part of your resume that you're like adding on. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the upcoming production of The Wiz. And this is a kind of a special production. So, this really isn't like a touring company that would come to like the overture of the original Broadway show, right? So, talk to us a little bit about this particular production. Yeah.
1: So, this one is geared towards theater with young audiences, which really means young people and families. So it's part of my philosophy when you think of uh, theater for young audiences as it's for everyone that's in the audience. So yes, we are absolutely like tailoring this show to really engage young people and to be really great for um, ages six and up is what we're really targeting but we really mean the and up (laughs) so uh, this show will be entertaining for the adults the parents the siblings the grandparents Everyone's gonna enjoy it. It's really a bit an important thing to me that um, that everyone in the audience feels seen and heard and feels connected to what's going on on
0: stage. And the cast of the show actually ranges from very young kids all the way through professional adults in it. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. It's really wonderful. Something that CTM does on all of their shows, including this one, is have uh, young performers who are learning how to perform or in a program or just have an interest in performing, having them be cast. They audition. They go through a casting process. Not everybody is cast. You know, we select who we're going to work with. And then, we also have adult performers professional actors come in and uh, also perform roles and they're also in the show so it's this really cool blend of different age groups and age ranges multi-generational cast that get to come together and create this story
0: and there was also a really interesting way that some of the kids prepared for this audition that was that dana pelabon cut you know, that had it up talk to me a little bit about what that process was to get the kids ready to audition for this
1: yeah so ctm um put on a Wiz experience camp uh which was a really great way to get um more young people involved in both just theater in general it was really built as like an introduction to theater and musical theater but through the lens of the whiz so young people came in and learned choreography that i i sent a video over and they taught some of my choreography um they learned some songs from the show they um did you know theater games and acting exercises and different stuff like that really just to Um, give these young people an experience that they may not have had otherwise. It was really geared towards getting um, uh, young people who weren't, as connected to theater and maybe had never um performed in a show before or performed in any way on stage before um to get them in there see if they're interested and see if they if this is something that they would want to do um both just as like you know an after-school activity or something to do over the summer or maybe you know if they really get caught by the theater bug then they keep going
0: and pursue it Beyond that and that's really cool because for some kids it can be really intimidating if they've never really had a real audition for a show And they've done like maybe church singing or mm-hmm. their, with their schools mm-hmm. Um, that's a great thing to be able to tell them what's going to happen when you walk into a room who are the people you're gonna Be like that's a, a really really smart way to get kids to take the fear factor of it mm-hmm. up. That this can be a fun thing to do exactly I think that takes the pressure off of them being so nervous right about coming in for auditions yeah and it was also
1: really great because we got some young people in who just would have never had the opportunity to participate in theater so you know sometimes unfortunately with theater and with any sort of after school activity extracurricular sometimes there can be barriers to it Mm -hmm. barriers to access and so ctm was really trying to Break down those barriers and get young people in who may um, not normally have that opportunity and that chance. And that was really great and fulfilling to see. And especially for something like The Wiz, where it's, you know, a Black story, it's a Black um, a fairy tale in that sense. Um, and uh, we really wanted young people um, in involved in the camp and involved in this process that you know could see themselves reflected in the story and it's really great that we got there
0: and actually a couple of the kids from the camp got cast in the show didn't yeah
1: they? yeah four four young people who participated in the camp were cast in the show
0: and they'd never done like children's theater things yeah before? two of
1: them had never done wow. theater before so uh that was really exciting <laughs> to get them in and to really like open up the doors for them yeah
0: and what's up for you like you know for for a director when you have to like you have to gear yourself to like kids who've never really done anything up to the pros who have done it all
1: yeah you gotta be versatile (laughs) and ready to go and think of different ways to engage people um i tend to be a little bit more like focused on the work that we need to do so i'm about like how do i get these young people ready to be a part of the process and be in rehearsal and work on the skills that they need to work on outside of the rehearsal room to get the show ready to where it needs to be, whether that's, you know, learning how to go over choreography or um you know at home when you're when you're by yourself or how to um go through your vocal parts and different things like that um how to engage on making sure your character is right and how to be you know really big and bold on stage so that's um that's all mixed up in there and how long was the rehearsal process uh four five weeks i think total we're um we're about a week and a few days away, a week and a half away from our opening on October 7th, So, um, and we started first rehearsal September 5th so however many weeks that is
0: <laughs> math is hard <laughs> math they don't, is we don't hard. have to do math in, in this profession
1: <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you do i know i know
0: <laughs> leave that to the accountant part of the, yeah. the brain a small little county part of the brain um uh, so did you have any like any any interesting barriers or obstacles with this particular production that you found like oh i didn't see that coming or i didn't expect that to happen
1: oh interesting um Let me think. Unexpected barriers or obstacles. I'm not totally sure. (laughs) Um, I came in prepared, like thinking, okay, maybe, you know, these aspects or these things might be um, something that we have to like work through. Um, You know, something that we. Always have to work with in the theater is conflicts and when people Uh are in and out. And with young people, they're so involved in multiple things. I mean, as a kid, I was as well. I did. I was constantly in and out of shows, but I was also I played the trumpet and I skied. I used to race, so I competed as ski in skiing and I did gymnastics and you know other things. And so you. You know, different other um, classes and stuff, and just your regular homework workload and all of that. Um, so I understand that you have to like it's a work-life balance for the kids too, <laughs> and um, and so you know, working around conflicts and different things like that, and how to best shape a rehearsal process with everyone's availability. That's always a part of it. And that was was something... there
0: anything that you, had, that you had a concept of before you you cast the show, and then you realize, oh here's a person that could probably do something that I didn't expect, or here's somebody that maybe, maybe I have to, like, make it a little bit easier because I had this, you know, grand production number since you're chore- choreographed.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. You know, I've always, um, I always like to react to who's in the room and who I'm working with. So I come in with a plan, but I also adjust it constantly as we're going and a little bit about my directing style. I definitely have ideas or sometimes I'll plot out a whole scene mm-hmm. on paper and stage it. But then we get into the room and I let these actors start working and <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're doing way better stuff than what was
0: on my paper. I'm going to let you go. But that's a, that's a sign of a really good director that really knows yeah. what they're doing. Because if you have somebody that's going to cast that... it's going to add to the quality of the show why would you stifle that
1: oh yeah especially with kids yes yes and i'm always like inspired by the people that are in the room so and i want it to feel natural to who's who are performing the show so um so yeah i definitely tailor it to who's who's in the room what their abilities are um you know a couple of kids are, they can tumble so i was like okay we're adding that into the tornado you nice. know like things nice. like that so yeah now,
0: speaking a bit more about about the show are all the musical numbers that are in the original in this production or did you have did you hone some of it down
1: not all of them but a lot of them are so this script this version of the script is about 75 minutes long so the original version of the wiz is like two and a half uh-huh. hours right it's a long two act <laughs> musical and i love it but it's it there is something to getting this story and this um this music all of it packed into 75 minutes it feels really good the show flies in a positive way the action does not stop you're kind of on this like ride that just keeps going and going and going boom you're in a new place you're in munchkin land you're in the cornfield you're in emerald city you're at Eveline's castle you're just like boom 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 going 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 And uh, that's a really fun aspect of the show is how much it moves both in choreography, but then how just like the plot of the show moves and how the characters move around the space to take you from one place to the next. And that's a really fun aspect of it.
0: And is this being performed um, with an orchestra or a band or is it
1: to tracks? Uh, To tracks. So Uh, we have these uh, tracks that are really fun to perform with, but then our um, musical director, who's also the uh, sound designer, Uh, her name is Christy Childs Twilly. She is um, really like also adding a lot of uh, texture to the tracks into the sound of the show. So it'll feel so fun, so lush, so full in that space. We're giving you environmental sounds (laughs) and all of it. So you're getting a full quality show. I, you know, um, some People, when they hear theater for young audiences or children's theater, you know, they think um, there's going to be a lower quality to the work. But that's not what I'm interested in. And that's not what CTM is interested Mm in. We're bringing like a full, full production, full quality um, uh, uh, level to this production. So you're going to, it's going to feel like you got everything in this show.
0: And plus, you have some amazing ringer actors mm-hmm. in this for the adults. And uh, tell me a little bit about some of the who some of the performers are in the major roles.
1: Oh my gosh, um, there are a lot of people <laughs> that I am so. <laughs> Proud of in this show. Um, forgive me for not knowing everybody's oh, last name.
0: That's okay. Um,
1: but <laughs> there are so many people. Um, Josh Walker plays the Tin Man. He is fantastic. Um, Ogundy plays the uh, scarecrow and Ogundi was in CTM's uh uh, a Christmas Carol last year, uh-huh. and we'll be returning again this year. So you may have seen a Gundy already perform. Um, he's so so wonderful. And then um, Kevin, who plays the lion, I cannot wait to see oh, him. Tear that so good. He's such a ham, <laughs> and he's so funny. And he, you can tell he just like lives in that role and, and that loves voice. It. Voice of course. all of them have great voices. Oh. And then we also have uh, Chasperet, who's playing Glinda, uh, they were the, um, they've, they are, uh, a, a, a spoken word poet as well, Uh-oh. and that's kind of what they're really, like, really is their thing, so it's very exciting to have them a part of this process wow. of bringing such an interesting, um, energy and all the right ways to the show and to the role, um, uh, uh Kaya is oh I love Kaya she's playing Otter Pearl and <laughs> she like Hits and nails that role so well. She's so funny. And um, a really cool thing about Kaya in the show is her daughter is also in the show. Oh, how sweet. So it's very fun to have them together in the room and that energy. And it's really cool to see, like, mother and daughter perform together. It's really awesome. And is there a Toto? Uh, There is... you hear toto Uh (laughs) so in in the whiz both in the full production Uh and like this 75 minute version Mm -hmm. toto's in the beginning and the end like but is not doesn't go to Oz with dorothy so we get we hear a little toto (laughs) toto's referenced we talk about toto but um we won't see toto in on stage
0: You know, everybody's going to ask that. Yeah. (laughs) And we got, now we all know. Right. Um, And you also have um, two uh, special performances. Um, One is ASL, which I believe is on the 15th? No, on the 14th. Mm -hmm. And then you also do a, a sensory... A sensory-friendly. Friendly one. Yes. And uh, tell me a little bit about, about how that works and what that is for people that may not be familiar with what that. Yeah,
1: is. so with the sensory-friendly performance, um, it's the same show, except we soften a lot of the technical aspects of what's going on. So we, you know, we leave a little bit of the house lights up so that ah, okay. it doesn't get fully dark on the audience. Um, we soften the light intensity or the volume of the sound. We even that out a little bit more. And all of this is to make sure that anybody in the audience who might be extra sensitive to different things like that, whether it's light or sound or other aspects like that, it's to make sure that they feel safe and comfortable and they are able to focus on the show um a lot of young people have different you know neurodivergencies Mm -hmm. or just other different things that make it harder for them to take in you know a live performance that is very dynamic in terms of light and sound and so want to make sure that there's the ability for those people young or old or anywhere in between to come see the show and enjoy it and get that story in and get the messages of the show but in a way where they are actually able to hear it um, and and experience it and not feel uncomfortable or unsafe or go through any anxiety or extra anxiety because of that very cool. Um, no. uh, and I'm assuming you're in the bigger theater at My Arts, right? We are actually at the Playhouse Theater in the Overture Center. Oh you're at the Overture. Yeah. Oh, I
0: thought, oh I thought you were at My No. Nope. Oh we're I rehearsing a, oh. at
1: My Arts. Oh
0: but, okay. Okay. Yeah. My mistake. My okay so you no will be at it is at the Overture Center. Yeah. In the Playhouse. Oh yeah. very cool. Yeah. Very I'm good. excited cool. for that. Excellent. And what you what do you open what day? We open
1: October seventh, which Perfect. is a week from Saturday. Excellent. Yeah. We have Excellent. two shows on that day, two thirty and seven o'clock, I believe, are the times. But you can go to ctmtheatre.org and all the information will be right. there. And
0: you can also go to the Overture. I'm sure. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, I'm go, sure Overture. You can go to Overture. You can buy tickets yeah. to the box office. To the Overture. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Very, very cool. Uh, okay. Is there anything else that we did, that we haven't covered that you that you didn't get a chance to like expound about, either in this production or just something that you know that uh, about you that you want to talk about? I,
1: I could talk forever that's um, so many we love that yes 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 yes, yes. um uh, a couple of the adult performers I just want to shout out that oh, I didn't sure. um Deja Gervais is playing Evelyn she's and M. am that's our duo there that's fun she's so wonderful so amazing so engaging um Uh, Asaya who uh, is playing The Wiz and he actually grew Up in the CTM program So I love That story of him you know becoming an actor through the CTM educational program and performing in the shows. Now he's an adult. He's out of college and he is performing as a professional adult actor um, in, in this production. And then uh, um, a wonderful man named Marty is also in the show and he's playing Uncle Henry and a couple other characters and he he's wonderful too. So we just have like a great a great expanse of, of energy and experience on this show that I'm very excited. It'll, it'll make for a really compelling story on stage. Um, And then also there's something about The Wiz and theater for young audiences that I think is so important for, you know, anybody to engage with and to participate in. And that has to do with empathy. I think Seeing theater as at any age, but especially at a young age, is actually really important to helping us grow as people and as a society. Um, theater is a unique way to um, witness empathy, to learn empathy, to experience it, and then to have it within yourself and take it into your life after you leave the theater. Um when you watch other people in front of you live um, going through a story, going through an emotional experience, going through different actions, we then take that in and really feel it and learn from that experience. Even though it didn't happen literally to Mm -hmm. us, we weren't Dorothy who got sent to (laughs) Oz, you know? But we saw that happen we saw how it affects her and how she learns to become this very... Empathetic human being who uses courage to stand up for her friends and to stand up for the communities of people around her. And, you know, those those things, those tenants, those themes are so important for us as a society mm-hmm. to have, especially today in today's world, that um, I really think theater for young audiences is going to save the world. <laughs> like <laughs> we have to, right? right we we right, need it. Right. Um so uh it's I just think it's so important for young people to see theater. The first professional production I ever saw, I was five it was in Oakland, California, and it was a production of The Wiz, ah. and I didn't realize at the time that, like, it planted a seed <laughs> um, that now, you know, this is my second time directing the young audience's version of The Wiz, um, and so it it's really carried through my life. I love The Wizard of Oz that, you know, The Wiz is based on. I love the original book and the 1939 movie starring Judy garland i love all the iterations of um this story and and i think it's such a unique special way to um really drive home the message of empathy and courage to all people but especially young people
0: yeah would you add Wicked into that oh yes (laughs) I thought it and I was like I should say wicked too but I didn't hear what he's thinking well if
1: I'm really going I'm like (laughs) do I have to add the great and powerful Oz do I have that their stories (laughs) go on and on of the different iterations but yes Wicked's actually absolutely good for (laughs) sure
0: it's it's also really encouraging that there there were enough um African American and ethnic actors to put on the Wiz because there probably would have been a time in Madison you haven't grown up here yeah. where you wouldn't have been able to have found an entire cast.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, you have to do the work to get um, the correct cast in mm-hmm. for the show. And we did the work and got the correct cast in. And that's what it's about. We found the right um, black performers who could perform in the show and who were well suited for these roles and that's what it took to tell this story um, and yeah that that historically may not have been the case in Madison and you know CTM and other organizations are trying to actively turn that around and that's going back to the Wiz Experience Camp mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. part of that initiative yep. was to get um, was to get more black performers in and in at a young age where they can say oh actually I can do this because I've now had an experience in it but also I'm seeing other people that look like me performing in it or teaching it or directing it or whatever so um that opens up their eyes and ears to the possibilities and even if it's not um oh I'm gonna do do theater specifically, it then starts the imagination going on like, oh, well, if somebody like me can direct a show, then I can I can go on to be a lawyer. I can go on to start my own business. I can go on to do all sorts of things. So it, it has a reach that is well beyond theater, even though theater is also included in what happens when we include um, people of different ethnicities and backgrounds in theater.
0: I think one of my all-time favorite parts of my past history was I got to direct a production of Raisin in yeah. the original Playhouse at yeah. the, uh, when, back when it was the Civic Center. And I was it was just so encouraging and so uplifting and to know that there was any barrier of saying, well, how can this white queen come in here and direct? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, but there wasn't any, this was the 70s and mm-hmm. it was like completely accepting mm-hmm. and it was, a, you know, a wonderful experience for me to experience the talent and to have that kind of family that, that, that allowed me to do something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's such a great show too. Yeah. I mean, I really, really love it. And I think that it's really important to have, you know the kids being able to think oh there's somebody like that like you say there's somebody that looks like me and they're doing something that i didn't think i may be able to ever do i think that's that's a cool thing that 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 ctm is doing yeah that's that's really cool really really wonderful yeah yeah, that's that's so cool so when you come back for the next show (laughs) (laughs) do you have anything in the back of your mind that you're thinking of 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 bringing to it
1: not (laughs) Specifically in this exact moment, though, a show I directed in Chicago, I used to work for a theater company called Emerald City Theater. I was oh. the associate artistic director there. Mm-hmm. And I got to work on a whole bunch of different wonderful productions and things that I loved being a part of. Um, one show that we did was Corduroy. And oh. that is such a fun ridiculous crazy show um it's you know based on the book corduroy the bear with the uh um, with the green overalls there we go he doesn't have the overalls get him in them. some overalls and we'll we'll be talking um and um in that show is again all about empathy. It's really about friendship and what home is. So it, it follows a lot of similar themes that The Wiz does, but it's a show that's a lot about clowning and acrobat and, mm-hmm. and um, making a mess and destruction and how we, it's <laughs> so much fun. And it's a very nonverbal show. So it's a lot of physical mm-hmm. action happening and less um, less about dialogue and, and talking. So Uh, that one would be a fun one to tackle again. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's that's one that pops into my mind.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Well, make sure you get tickets to go and see The Wiz at the Overture Playhouse, and I'm so happy to meet you, Jamal, and thank you yes. for bringing your expertise and your wonderful personality, because I'm sure it's going to be infused in the entire production, and I want to give a big shout-out to Brian Cowing and say, you're the perfect choice to be the interim director of CTM, and you would be the perfect choice to be the permanent director. Okay. <laughs> that's just my two cents, and that's what i have to say about that thank there you, you Jamal, for coming in today best of luck on opening night and thank with you. all your future endeavors and uh thank you ben thank you jim and we will see you next time on show Biz buzz with bruno thanks bye <laughs>